Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Hello, it is Social Media Saturday, June 20th, 2020. Steve Cypress here. And, you know, I get excited when some of my uh, favorite TV shows are coming up for the new season and I start seeing the promos coming soon next season. These days they tend to play all the replays of the past seasons first for a few weeks so people can catch up and the word gets around and the buzz. One that I'm seeing lately uh, one of the top shows, and hopefully you're an entrepreneur watching this video, top shows for entrepreneurs got to be Yellowstone. This is a show about Kevin Costner uh, running a ranch, I believe the largest ranch by volume, by acreage, in, I don't remember, Wyoming, Montana, somewhere way out there, and, uh, you know, rules it with an iron fist, and it's definitely an autonomous zone. I don't know if he's going to this season, they're going to rename it The Chop Show. Uh, but anyway, uh, still, uh, that show pales in comparison to what is clearly the most entertaining show on TV these days. And we're having the debut of the new season pretty much right now as I speak, but luckily I have it on the recording going on. It's the Donald Trump Show. We haven't seen this for months, and we kind of haven't seen it for years. Uh, in campaign mode, I mean, and nothing's going to be like this one because he's been, you know, bottled up and cooped up and, and so have all his supporters for months thanks to the great shutdown that Trump started and now can't get out of it because the anti-Trumpers won't let him. And so uh, you got all these other subplots going on of, oh, it's amazing how it's like the days just before the Trump show is about to launch, out come all these new reports just breaking, oh, they just suddenly came out now from the, the World Health Organization and Fauci and this, that, all the anti-Trumpers all over the world are like, oh, now the virus, a second wave and a new strain, and oh, you're going to die if you don't go, if you go to the rally, and you're going to die anyway if you just walk down the street, or, you know, uh, we're still being trained to, not to love our neighbor, we're being trained to fear our neighbor and believe that our neighbor is going to kill us, potentially, and therefore all our neighbors should be wearing masks when they walk by us. Otherwise, they're bad neighbors. We've got to shame them because even though, you know, 99% of them are perfectly healthy, they might kill us. I mean, if that's how we felt about driving, we would never drive. I'm driving 40 miles an hour, uh, about four feet away from a car going 40 miles an hour in the other direction, and the only thing dividing us is like two little four-inch yellow stripes of paint. Uh, but I trust the other driver, clearly with my life every time I drive, not to swerve into my lane and smash me head on and kill me. In the same way, I trust my fellow neighbors not to give me some kind of a virus that I'm going to cough for a few days. And, uh, and if I had some underlying you know, circumstances and issues, whatever, of course, I would stay home because that's at least how the world used to work. If you're afraid of catching something that's going around, you stay home. You don't mandate that 
everyone else has to stay home because you're fearful. But anyway, I digress. We got the Trump show on, and it's a reminder that uh, Trump's campaign came out and said they had 800,000 people signed up, and they can get two tickets each to attend this rally. Now, that's just total silliness since the place only holds like 20,000, and I guess they'll put big screens up for another 30 or 50,000 or whatever, but... You know, clearly you could have held this in a big outdoor arena that seats 60, 80,000 and packed them in if you really, you got 800,000 people wanted to show up and they were lining up days ago and camping out and, you know, the the excitement is building, folks. The Trump show is coming and then, as I said, as I speak here, it's uh, probably about 105 degrees, a little after 5 p.m. West Coast time. So I believe that the Trump show has debuted if he isn't uh, being fashionably coming out on the stage, so I'm going to go watch the recording of that. But with 800,000 people signed up, or translate to Trump himself, uh, therefore saying there's a million people signed up. Because Trump, ever the salesman, loves the puffery. That's the legal term for exaggerating in a sales or marketing environment. And it's legal, and therefore Trump, even though now he's the president... He, uh, you know, he can't teach an old dog new tricks. And so the anti-Trumpers love to call it lying. He's lying. He's lying. Trump is being Trump. He's using puffery. He's slightly exaggerating all the time. I mean, I don't even know. I don't, I don't think it would make sense in Trump, in his brain, to ever, you know, if he had 800,000 people signed up for something, which is phenomenal number. It's an amazing number. I think that's more people than will ever see Joe Biden, his opponent, in person, all together. That's how many signed up for one event for Trump, but that's not good enough. Trump doesn't say, like, I just got to announce the 800,000, which is a record-breaking, unbelievable number. I still got to exaggerate, make it, a, make it a million. Anyway, I'm not a psychiatrist, but I am a student of manipulation, persuasion, sales, marketing, influence, whatever you want to call it. And Trump is, of course, the greatest living master of that. Our last president was phenomenal at it, but nothing compared to Trump. But anyway, here's the bottom line, the lesson learned from today's video. Is the real reason to have a live event, to have a rally, to host a seminar, online, offline, a webinar, a Zoom event, a conference, whatever you want to call it, is to gather data. That's the real reason to have an event. Especially if you are, well, even Donald Trump, you see a uh, place holds 20,000, 800,000 people signed up. That's 40 to 1. So there's 40 times, there's 39 times extra of the people not showing up. So you can't make it all about just the people showing up. What about those other 780,000 or in Trump's brain, 980,000 or whatever people that registered you don't just say, oh, they didn't show up, so, you know, let's go on to the next event. Like, no, we got to use all these signups in multiple ways to follow up and to bring in tons of money. It's what I call the iceberg theory. The people that are showing up, these 20,000, okay, it's a lot, 20,000. Again, even that is more than his opponent, Biden, is likely to get at any events he does all put together between now and Election Day. So 20,000 is even a lot. But... If that's all he did is say, I'm now going to communicate with these 20,000 people and then we'll go on to the next event, like, what a mistake. His campaign knows exactly what they're doing when they say, 
I don't know how you sign up for them. Uh, you have to text a message or send a email or click on a something or likely have to already be on a Trump list from social media or whatever. I know all the all the people running for office now they have on their podiums like text this to that and whatever and Trump always has that and speaking of Biden, Biden famously in one of the debates gave some what I'm sure inside Joe Biden's brain was perfectly clear uh, directions to like text something to Joe 3033 <laughs> you know Wow, between the two uh, inner workings of the brains of these guys, we got one, uh, uh, you know, over-exaggerating inner brain world, and we got one demented inner brain world. And as usual, that's our choice for president, <laughs> lesser of two evils. Uh, but I digress. The point is Trump's campaign, the people that run it know, man, we got 800,000 names we're going to follow up with them. We're going to let them know about future rallies. We're going to let them know about fundraisers. We're going to send out emails, text messages, whatever, invite them to our Facebook, Twitter, everything, you know, get five bucks, 10 bucks, a buck out of each of them, ask them each to call 10 of their friends, ask them to put up a sign in the yard, ask them to buy a Trump hat or a Trump t-shirt, uh, ask them to go on social media and put a post. There's so much you can do to follow up when you get the data when you get the information from the people that register for an event, even if they don't attend. So if you're out there and you're hosting a, you know, an online event, a webinar, say, and you get 100 people to register, but then you only get 10 people on the webinar, don't worry about it. Do the webinar. It's good practice anyway. You get a recording anyway. You can send that out and replay it, and there you go. That's one thing you can do. Send the recording to the 90 people. Send emails to the 90 people. Send direct mail, call them, text messages, communicate, follow up with all the people that expressed interest, whether or not they showed up at your event, online or offline. Don't just think the event, when the event's over, that's it, and we go on to the next one. I mean, that's how it would be, I guess, in personal life. If you said, I'm throwing a party Friday night, you know, and invite some people over, and... You don't even count how many people you invited. Put some posts out and you've made some phone calls and you whatever, and then 30, 40 people showed up. You had a nice party. You don't think the next day, man, there's 50 people I invited that didn't show up. Let's invite them to the next one. Let's ask them to invite their friends to the next one. Let's ask them for donations for the next party so we can serve better food and drink. Let's... We don't think of doing that, but that's especially what any business should be thinking about, any business owner. And since we have an entrepreneur in the White House, obviously, that's what he's thinking. It's not anywhere near just about these 20,000 people or the hour or so, or an hour and a half or whatever he's going to go on going crazy for and the media attention. Yeah, that's going to come and go. But that data that he's collecting, all those names, hopefully... For his sake, and likely, I don't know, I, I don't, maybe I would for, should I do it for education sake, just to, for, for, uh, for, just to see how they do it, but I, I can't imagine ever signing up to attend a, tr a Trump rally, or to buy a Trump hat, or to go to a Trump thing, or get on his list, or do any of that stuff, but maybe I should do it just as a research thing to see, but I, I'm, I'm guessing that they are uh, collecting as much information as possible, names, address, phone numbers, following up like crazy. That's a big key 
to the success of any business or political campaign, charity, anything else, okay? The fortune is in the follow-up. Collect the information and take action on it after your event is over. The way I teach people to do events, and I've hosted almost a 1,000 events myself for entrepreneurs and business owners over the years, I teach a before, during, and after strategy. So before, you see Trump collecting all these names and probably asking him to spread the word and doing all the promotion and all the PR and all the media stuff. And then there's during the actual, I don't know, does it go for an hour or two for the actual Trump show itself? Uh, but then all the fortune, all that 90% of the iceberg that's below the water is after the event. So you do not want to miss out on that 90% of the lion's share of what you could be profiting from anytime you're hosting an event. Trump is going to take this information. I'm guessing, almost without a doubt, that people registered or asked for tickets or whatever it was from many states away, from miles around. It's not just from wherever in Oklahoma. This is in Oklahoma, I think. It's not just wherever in Oklahoma it's being held. Uh, I'll bet people registered from all over the country and said they would fly there, although, can you fly now? I don't They would fly, they'd walk, they'd drive, they'd hitchhike, they'd do whatever to get there. Um, he's going to capitalize. His campaign knows. That's a big reason he won last time. And uh, it's a big reason Obama won, by the way. Obama was the known as the first social media president. Uh, but Trump and his campaign took it to a whole new level last time, and let's see what they do this time. But Hopefully, I don't really care what Obama or Trump or anyone else is doing. I care about you, dear listener, viewer, reader, however you're getting this, that you understand what's going on behind the scenes and not just pay attention to the obvious, oh, when you, if you do watch this, you're going to see highlights on the news and, oh, look, 20,000 people there. So what? So what? Forty times that many willingly volunteer their information to the Donald Trump campaign, raise their hand, indicated interest. Now, of course, some of them likely want to show up just to disrupt their anti-Trump, but the, the majority must be pro-Trumpers. So they have gathered a ton of valuable data, only valuable, though, if you take the action and you follow up. So hopefully that's what you do. Speaking of which, thanks for being here today. Thanks for watching on the replay. Tim Johnson is here. Great seeing you, my brother. And I hope you take action and you come back for more business building tips in a couple of days on Direct Mail Monday. Meanwhile, I'll check in as always on Sunday, fun day tomorrow, when I will be likely taking several dips in the pool as the temps hit near 110 degrees here with my beautiful wife, Michelle. Uh, I will be on video to say hello as I have for the past little over three and a quarter years every single day, I predict. Tomorrow will be another one of those. Catch you then. Over and out. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making